I mean, I suppose, but even then, with the amount of hours that Sherry puts in, why not get more money out of it? And I think that's exactly what she would do. If she's being stuck, if she was in a store that produces, if you put her like in the beaches in Toronto, she'd be making three, four fucking times the amount of money she's making right now. Right. Why would you want to be stuck in a virtual stagnant store in the middle of bumfuck nowhere, driving over an hour to get to work every fucking day? It's clear, obviously, that she's using you to get to me. That's got to be it. And that won't happen if she leaves. <laughs> it's the only possible explanation. It's always the easiest answer first. <laughs> I gave the wrong date last night, too. Hi there. Happy Thursday. It is July the 25th, 2019, and I'm Eric. Talking at you, as always, from beautiful downtown Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, where picking things up at the post office is just like having sex with your girlfriend's mom. Everything's vaguely familiar, so you pretend you're totally okay with it, but once you're all the way in, it feels all old and weird and wrong, and you just make a weird noise and run out holding your package. <laughs> like the best one you've ever done. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, fuck yes. Well, well said. I've been in the post office in a long time. It's weird. Uh, hi, oh. everybody. Hi, Gord. Hi, uh, world. Welcome to uh, What If We're Right from the beautiful city filled with beautiful people. Um, I made a thing for you today, Gordon. I, it just dawned on me that I didn't send it to you. Oh. Um, okay. I made a, well, uh, a PowerPoint presentation of our numbers for you again. Oh, fantastic. Because they're pretty fucking stellar right now. Awesome. And I want I to love- show you. So, but I, I just occurred to me that I haven't sent it to you. So I'm going to try to get that <laughs> more on the air. I'm not sure if I'm going to get around to it. Um, how is uh, Ontario? It was, it was just a perfect day here. I, it was it. It got really cool overnight, so it was a nice, cool day and just nice weather. And everyone's happy, and it was a good day. It was, uh, I mean, it was a pretty much for the most part, it was a beautiful day today, uh, temperature wise. Uh, standing outside, I'm, I, again, I'm so thankful I work indoors, uh, in air conditioning because I just I hate the heat. And it was a little, it was hot for me. I'm a, I'm a fat ginger, so you know, it doesn't take much to bother me for heat but uh it was kind of fucking warm today it's it's, it's what it's 24 degrees right now and it's fucking like almost midnight yeah that's a little yeah that's what i feel too that's one thing i love about bc oh it's hot it's 26 oh <laughs> yeah. that's extreme so. marina yeah i don't know no. yeah but it's been it's been nice uh busy day at a vip day today so it's a pretty uh busy weird day today um yeah, so sure. shit happened, made some money, had some fun. Um, I have very little in the way of topics for us for today. Okay. Uh, because I I sat around uh, just doing other stuff. I was busy for most of the day, and then I thought all day I was just thinking, oh, man, i got to come up with something for us to do tonight. And it, in the last, like, while I've been sitting here waiting for you to call, rather than scramble around and get shit together for the show. I just 
sat around rehearsing the how I was going to tell you I had nothing for the show. <laughs> Atta boy. Um, and this is this is the best you came up with? Well, I, I, I did <laughs> what I could. <laughs> well, it's okay. Um, I have a topic. I do have a topic for us to discuss. Just before you get to it, I just want to say, uh, after you're done listening to me and Gord and all his topics tonight, uh, why don't you check out Maria Humphreys and Strong Body, Strong Soul. Awesome podcast. And uh, I just wanted to say, go listen to that when you're done with us. Okay, that's all. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Um, okay, so I I actually took uh, pictures. Uh, this is where this is my version of doing homework. You took pictures. I I took I took pictures. You understand? So, it's here's what happened. Sh- shut up and let me get to this. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah yeah yeah. No, I I understand how fucking retarded that just sounded. I know. Um. So what happened was is a, a buddy of mine had uh, posted a thing on Facebook and, um. It was basically all about the uh, uh, the carbon emissions of Canada, and I'm reading through the things. So I'm thinking, I wonder if any of this this shit is true. So I started flipping around the internet and I'm trying to find some facts. And turns out, so here's the poll. I'll read the post first, and I'll show you what what I found funny about it. So here's the post. Post says one tree absorbs 48 pounds of CO2 a year. Okay, okay. Uh, Canada Canada has 318 billion trees. Yeah. Uh, that is, let me see here. It's a million, billion. What's after a billion? Trillion? Trillion, yeah. Um, 15 trillion, 318 billion pounds of carbon can be cleaned in Canada, which equals to 7,155, no wait, 7 trillion, 155 billion tons of carbon a year. Yeah. We have... It's a ridiculous stat. Like something like fifty-five percent of our country is still covered in trees. Yeah, um, Canada produces five hundred ninety-eight point four six million tons per year. Which sounds like a lot, but I'm I'm guessing that's probably low. Uh, well, let's put it this way: Canada cleans ten times the CO two that that it produces. Right. Okay. So. That was the post they did. So I'm looking at facts. And then I here's my comment back. And I, I want you to ask me to comment. I want to know if you posted that thing. This was my response. I said, if you, if you, uh, if you care of going to put facts out, make sure they are accurate. Canada produced an estimated of 573 million tons in 2017. So your numbers are even better than thought. I had to put it in there just for giggles. Our carbon footprint has dropped since 2011 because all his facts were based off of 2011. Right. It's a true, so Trudeau is a liar. Canada, Canada does not and sorry, Trudeau is a liar and does not care about Canadian citizens. I'm reiterating every point that he made and just showing that although all your stats were true, put it over to more, one of the more recent things and it shows that Canada is doing even better because our carbon emissions have lowered. Right. Right. So that's, that's what I said. This fucking guy replies, sends me a message today, and he goes, hey, man, you may not agree with what I'm posting, but you don't have to attack me. I don't need to prove anything to you or anyone else. Well, that's for sure. You, you sure don't. And I'm just like, and I'm just, I'm, I'm reading his response, and thinking, what the fuck are you angry about? Uh, I, I reiterated your point. 
I proved that everything that you said was completely true with facts, and I just proved that not only is everything you said that true, but we're doing even better with it. So we can take all those same amount of trees that we have with the lesser amount of conditions. Now instead of 10 times, now we're sitting closer to around 11 to 12 times. And you're jumping down my fucking throat saying that I'm attacking you? Like, I actually literally said, I like I literally said in the post that I completely agree with you. Your numbers are even better than thought. Well, uh... Where's the argument? And this is where I came up with a fucking point. This is... A, he, he's, he's, a, he's, he's a religious dude. Right? Oh. He's one of these guys that he's all religious and shit. Well, and this just proves a fucking point. That's probably the problem right there. Exactly. These fucking people that are devout to fucking God, that fucking have this, they are so close-minded that even when you fucking help reiterate their point, they will argue it back. Yeah. I, I like, had an argument this morning with someone, actually. Yeah, that's... Uh, like, that's I just that's, don't that's understand. Did, no, like, you heard my response. Did my response come off as attacking? Did my oh, response well, no. come off as, like, like the initial statement of saying, at least prove, you, like, make sure your your facts are correct. I used that line specifically just to get the attention of him go, what the fuck? And then if he read anything past the first line, he would understand that I'm proving his point. I'm saying, hey, your facts are all right, but they're even better than you thought. Your facts are so... Are, are accurate, but they're even more accurate now because of the fact that we have less emissions, which means we're burning out higher amounts. We're cleaning up the environment way more than we ever thought that we actually were. And you're going to argue this and say that I attack you and say that I don't agree with you? People need to stop fucking being stupid. you got to read past the first sentence. Yeah. And this is the fucking problem that we're facing in this shithole of a fucking plant that we live in. You, you fucking hear a point. You, you, you see a post about anything, and you take the title, you take the first word, and you take that A as the word of fucking God, and you take it as a, it's that, that it's a whole statement is about that truth. You know many articles where the actual title of the article is so misleading to the rest of the facts. We've talked about this on the show. We've well, brought this oh, up yeah, before. Every, every, everything, every anti-vaxxer on the planet sends me. Uh, it's all about the title. Yeah, they'll, they'll read the title and they'll send me an article, and then the article will uh, completely contradict what they're trying to send it to me for. It's, I love it. Yeah. No but I, I, it infuriated me when I, when I came back and I read, read his fucking re the response. And I'm just like, like, you've got to be kidding me. I mean, I actually replied back. I said, look, apparently you didn't get the joke. I was actually helping prove your point. I completely agreed with it. I'm sure that it was taken the wrong way. That wasn't my intention. I was just trying to make light of the fact that the point, although the point made was valid, adding the newer data proves it even more. Yeah. And, and so I'm interested to see what his response, because I just sent that response. I'm interested to see what his response is, if, if he even does respond tomorrow. Right. Uh, which I doubt he will, but... Like, what the fuck is wrong with people? What's his name? Do you have his first name? I'm um, going to be honest. I want to respect him in the sense because uh, I'm not going to say his... I'm not going to give his name out. Fair enough. I, uh... Th um, this is... I, I, this is... Uh, I want to try to give 
my two cents in the whole thing. And this is the best I have for him. So here you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> I can't. I just couldn't fucking believe it. I'm when I came over and I saw, oh, he sent me a message, and I flipped it open. I'm like, and, and I'm just reading his response, going, "Are you that fucking retarded? Like, uh, seriously, like, did you not read anything aside from again, aside from the very first line? Clearly, you read nothing else that I post that I, that I stated in the, in the statement because it was all agreeing with you saying that." Our fucking leader is a lying piece of shit, and the fact that we're not fucking doing more damage to Canada than we are, that they're saying, and it's just, I was helping. Yeah, no, he didn't. In my own special way. People often don't want help, Um, even if you are helping. uh, People want to be their own dude, you know? Um, some get offended that you're even attaching yourself to their point, especially on something like uh, uh, social media. Um, they just want to stand alone, thinking that they've got some sort of unique idea, when in reality, 85,000 other people had the same idea at the exact same time. He just managed to post it first. Uh, but even then, that's not the first time I've seen that post. And secondly, he didn't come up with any of those fucking facts. Well, no, none of them. It's did. just a meme that he picked up, and he fucking just shared it yeah but he wants to be the guy you know everyone has the guy uh, that does stuff like that he's another one in my series of the guys um one i didn't bring up but that guy who just wants to be on his own and, and that is that's his thing um and he's gonna pour you a fucking shit every time he sees you uh with like reasons he does his thing and how he does his thing you know um i know a guy who makes his own clothing just and I swear to God, he does it just so he can fucking pour the shit out of me telling me about it. He, make, he you know, he makes his hemp clothing. No, oh, this is my thing. I fucking man, man, man. And he just wants to tell you how what an arduous process it was. And I think it's just a cop out so he can give out socks for presents. Yeah, but if you if he says to you, oh my, it's such an arduous, such a difficult thing, and if you had said to him, said, yeah, you're right, that must be difficult. He's not gonna turn and go, hey, fuck you. No, Don't tell it, me it's fucking difficult because I just like he. No. If you, go, if you go, yeah, it is difficult. I did it at a Renaissance fair this summer. I didn't do anything at a Renaissance fair ever, but I'm just using that <laughs> as an example, everybody, in case you know. Uh, Renaissance fair people, go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> and uh, like, he would just be like, no, it's not like that. I, my process is different, you know. If you like, if you're gonna run into some guy who sharpens knives without a machine, he just uses a stone down by the river. And he's going to tell you why it's so superior. You know, these motherfuckers are lying to themselves and they have to lie to everyone else to make themselves feel good. I guarantee that. Well, yeah, but. He doesn't want yeah, but, uh, but I'm agreeing with him. Glory. But I'm not even telling him that he's wrong. I'm full, wholeheartedly agreeing with everything he said. Yeah, but, you think it's fucking bad with the facts you posted. Add this fact, it's even fucking worse than you think. Yeah, and then he's, oh, you're proving my facts. You're talking shit about my facts. Talk about my facts aren't good enough. Like, I, I get exactly where you're coming from, but you're, you're, you're taking away just a little bit of his thunder. And it's- Do you know how proud I get when somebody fucking points out? If I, I posted a thing on Facebook, I, again, I saw this fucking meme thing, and I'm like, holy shit, that's fucking insane. So I shared it. Within... I don't know, like a couple of hours. I had a buddy of mine who fucking commented on it. He's like, yeah, just so you know, that whole thing is bullshit. 
and posted three links to prove that it was all bullshit. Right. And immediately I stopped. And that was the day that I stopped posting random shit I saw on Facebook. And I'm like, I, if I'm going to post something, i got to research it before I fucking post it. Oh, yeah. To make sure that I'm not sending bullshit out. That's all it took. And I thanked him publicly. I didn't send a private message to fucking scurry around the issue. I thanked him publicly. Wow, man, thanks, dude. I really appreciate you fucking set me straight on that. See, this fucking pansy should have just come out and sent you a private message straight up saying, hey, dude, quit cutting my grass, man. Right? Ah, I just couldn't fucking believe it. I was so... I don't want to use the word, but I can't think of anything else. I was fucking flat out offended by his fucking reply. And that takes a lot for me to say that I get offended because I just don't get offended by much at all. I was just going to say, this I don't even know what this is. going to play it right now. I have no idea what this is. Oh, yeah, no, that's a lot. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's actually quite shocking. And see, motherfucker, what you did to my gourd, um, don't do this to him. He gets all wild. He's going to be like this for the next three episodes now because of you. Yeah. All because I agree with your fucking Christian ass. You, you did well. That you, you, I, I didn't want to mention it, but that's very, very Christian of him. Um, it's just it just, it really oh. pisses me off when Christians fucking prove their points so adamantly that they're just this um, self-righteous. Nothing that I say is fucking wrong. Fuck you. Yeah, righteousness is kind of part of it. Um, that's that's kind of the deal. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, self righteous Yeah, they have to be. Uh, but no, it's this whole thing where everyone has a, you know, on the internet, you have such a, you're, you're no, you're anonymous, but you're you're in a giant crowd of people, and you're trying to stand out in the biggest crowd you've ever been in in your life, and you just don't, you can't share that glory. Um, I don't get it. It's not the way I like to operate in life. I don't. Most intelligent people don't, but some guys are like that. It's just they don't want to share that. You know, they don't they don't want anyone to crowd them into the uh, crowd in on their little bit of their 15 minutes of fame. Okay, so I'm gonna give a little fucking lesson for you, fucking scumbag fucking worms out there that are like that. Listen up. Little life lesson for you. Pay the fuck attention. If you post anything on social media, anything on social media, doesn't matter which fucking platform you use, you post anything on social media, you are not alone. You are not a sole original thinker. There are people that will agree and or disagree with you and your statement. And because you posted it openly freely on social media where you have a network of fucking people that you are quote-unquote friends with, they have the right to be able to sit there and either agree or disagree, and you Dogen cocks fucking fucking moron. Your fucking right at that stage is to shut the fuck up, look at the facts, read the statement. Yeah, they don't want to. Well, then don't post in the first place. Get the fuck off of social media. And first of all, there is social an option, media. There is an option where you can turn off people's ability to comment on your comments. Um, I don't know how many people know that, but that's possible. Yeah, it's, it's um, quite possible. But, see, the thing is, they don't want to read the article, Lord, because once they read the article, then they they realize that they're wrong. And they know that their grasp of reality is so tenuous that reading one article is going to ruin their fucking lives. That's why these people are toxic. Um, it, it's just...
spreading misplaced fear around, and I'm, I'm generalizing now, I'm taking your example and just putting it into all the people I fucking love, all my anti-vaxxers and my, my 9-11 deniers and uh, uh, my fucking flat-earth freaks. They know the truth. In the back of their mind, they know the, what's right. They know if they read that article, they have to admit it. That's it's, And that sucks for them. And that they're not going to let anything suck for them because then they can't keep spreading, uh, spreading fear and being important in their own mind. Um, they they got to move out of their parents' basements and get real jobs and and get on with life. And that's I too just... much for most of them to handle. And this is clearly one of these guys. He's it's all he's got. That. That his legacy is going to be that Facebook post, and you made it wrong. Even though you were trying to further his point, you still made him wrong in his mind. It's 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 beyond sociopathic, really. It's a very unhealthy way to be, but it's it's the way more and more people are coming every day, and it's just uh, sorry, but it just bugs the shit out of me. It flat out pissed me off. No, I can tell. You know, like it just. Because it's another example of, of the way, not just the youth, but society as a whole is dividing itself into, uh, we're, we're no longer groups. Everything's every man for himself. And it's these divisions that are, they, they make crazy shit okay. Because when crazy people are left to think on their own, crazy shit starts becoming okay in their mind. And it's these kind of guys that, create these divisions and create alienation and make people lonely and and all of a sudden crazy shit starts seeming okay. We have to start being neighborly again, being friendly again. If Gord wants to jump in on your chat, that's just like standing in the line at the bank and someone trying to talk to you about something you don't want to talk about. <laughs> it's healthy. It's natural. It's what we should be doing. We, we live in an informational fucking generation, in a, in a world right now where every bit of information is at our fucking fingertips. Real facts, false facts, uh, lies, doesn't matter. It's all available. And it takes zero effort to do it. Now, what I was most impressed with with his initial post was that under each fact, like statement, I should say, I'll, I'll, I'll re refrain from using the term fact, even though they are facts because they're all true. But under each statement, there is a line underneath each one that showed the reference of where they got that number from. Good for him. And I mean, again, That's a good thing. congratulations, because very few people do that. And I literally just went to the exact same reference point that he used, but I just used the updated fucking version of it. Right. For instead of using the numbers from 2011, which goes to show how old his post is, right. and I used the fucking numbers from 2017, which is actually quite impressive on its own because most people who use numbers from whatever year will make them look good. You know, you'll find a lot of, oh, in 2011, you'll find that coming up on the way to the election here. You'll get a lot of stats from four or five years ago <laughs> because the new ones aren't favorable to whoever's using them. Um, but I just can't get over the fact that there was, this was me Prove it. Like, literally, agree. I'm fully agreeing with you. You think your facts are fucking ridiculous. Add this in, and this makes it even more ridiculous. Well, man, great post. Congratulations. No, it's like if I were to write a song and you came along and made it better. I, that would rub me the wrong way, right? No, it would be like if you wrote a song and I went up to you and said, Hey, Eric, that's fucking amazing. Yeah, but you also added your own verse. 
and it was better. Uh, you, that's a good analogy. Wow, that was good. Pulled that was good. Water. And you shut me up. That was nice. Um, not that I think it's right in any way. I actually think it's very, very wrong. Um, that's just, it's, it's just a way, I don't know. It's, it's that kind of thing that creates division, and division is not what we need right now. Um, we, we need to be unified and figure out what the hell is going on with our planet. And these kind of stupid, petty arguments are really starting to frustrate me. And I'm going to take, I'm going to take a big old 180 on myself pretty quick here because of this very thing. But these, uh, arguments, yeah. these arguments are, are perpetuating a bigger problem that people aren't seeing. I literally want to set fire to something right now. I'm so fucking infuriated by this. I can tell. I'm oh my God. I just can't. I'm just, I'm floored. So fucking floored by this. Yeah, I get it. Unreal. I didn't start the speaker recording. Oh my god. I gotta keep track of the time. <laughs> um I just have to keep track of the time. I kinda of took my eyes off it. Um you know what this guy now, needs to do? This guy needs to mm. do another podcast on anchor.fm called Own the Truth with Marco Adonassi. That's what this guy needs to do. He needs to own his truth. Uh he should go check out that show on anchor.fm. Own the truth. Well done, that was, that was good. Um, that was really smooth. I like that. Thank you. Uh, no, I have something new to talk about, too. Thank God. Let's get off this dude <laughs> who's uh, okay. basically... There we go. <laughs> um, so, uh, in my travels home, I, I picked up some random information that I was pretty blown away by. I'm actually, A, I'm disappointed that I didn't even recognize this at the time, because, um, you know, being a, a music fan that I am. But... Um, the first Batman movie um, with uh, uh, Jack Nicholson, right? The soundtrack to that movie. Well, a fantastic you, Prince. Yeah. Um, Thank you. The I I never realized that it was an entire Prince production. I didn't I didn't know that. Uh-huh. Now here's what's interesting. So that was what done by uh, that was directed by um, um, what's his name? Um, Tim Burton. Sorry. Tim Burton. Yeah, Tim Burton. Um, Jack Nicholson was very much a fan, a big fan of Prince, um, who Tim Burton was also a fan. Um, so while he was sort of filming the movie, um, every time he was doing these edit cuts and everything else, he was playing a couple of Prince songs in the background. And then he decided, wouldn't it be great if we could get Prince to fucking write a song for that? So he reached out to Prince. Uh, one of the songs, um, I can't, there's two songs, can't think of the first one, uh, but the second one was uh, 1999 that he used to have sort of play in the background of a bunch of scenes. Right. So he ends up contacting Prince's dude, like, because no, this is after the word of Jack. Jack Nixon pushed the issue, like, you know, we got to get fucking Prince to write the fucking write a song for this movie. It'd be great. So they contact Prince. They said, Hey, here's our plan. Here's what we want to do. We want you to we want to take one of your songs. Prince says, No, you're not taking one of my songs. Fuck that. I'm going to write you a new one. And then he turns around. He says, No, I'm not going to write you a new one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write a whole fucking album. Spent one week with a bunch of clips from the movie, one week, and wrote the entire album in one week. That's moderately impressive. That is, I call that really impressive. Considering how fucking weird some of the music art is for that fucking, that, that movie. Yeah. Uh, and I also didn't know this. He was, Prince was dating Kim Basinger at the time. Really? Mm-hmm. That I did not know. Interestingly enough, um, one of the songs 
uh, which is called something Vicky, uh, um, uh, waiting, waiting Vicky, something like that. I can't remember. Um, but it's one of the songs that's on that album. And he originally wrote that song. It was called like waiting Anna. And that was about a woman that he was dating. I use the term woman loosely because at the time, well, Prince was in his thirties, I believe early thirties or late, late twenties, early thirties. This girl at the time when he wanted to initially sort of date her, she was only 17. Sorry, and, I, I can't hear okay. there's music playing. I'm going to have to stop and, and start again later. Shitty. Uh, uh, just, just give it a minute. Um, okay. Just like loud rap music blasting and I can't hear anything. Oh. I got to get you some Bose headphones. You can block that shit out. Yeah, but the the recording can't hear any either, right? It's all this. Oh yeah, true enough. Being recorded too. So. Uh, shitty. Um. Okay, it is gone now. Okay. I I know the number. I thought I wrote it down for you. Uh, two two something. Oh, of course it has. Um. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I, the last thing I heard was he was dating Kim Basinger. Okay, so yeah, so he during the that at that time he was dating Kim Basinger, and he had wrote a, one of the songs that he had written. He had actually previously written for a, a, a chick that he was dating uh, before that named Anna. So the song I think was called uh, the Vicky that's Anna. on the album. No, yeah, so I think it's called Waiting Vicky or something like that. Vicky Waiting. Yeah. Um, the original song title was called Anna Waiting, and it's about this girl Anna that he was briefly dating. Right. And Anna, at the time, was underage at only 17. She's a little young. Oh, yeah, yeah, a little bit. But the funny thing is, because Prince is just fucking amazing, um, Prince, and she has been, she's done interviews, this girl's been interviewed by numerous people about this whole thing and everything else, and she's stated the whole time, she goes, Prince was a complete gentleman, he would do absolutely nothing and touch her whatsoever in any way, shape, or form, or do anything inappropriate in the slightest bit, until she was of a more acceptable age. Right. Which, God bless him. Um, uh, so I thought that was pretty cool. Um, but apparently in one of the, the, there's an early version of that song that was released where it's Prince and, who the Christ is that? Prince and, uh, uh, Prince and, and, uh, and Kim Basinger. When he was recording one of the things, there's a section in the song where it's just the two of them. They're supposed to be like acting something out, right. uh, but apparently the acting, the conversation is such bullshit that it's just, it's just, it's just. There's a reason why I never made it on the album because it was so fake, okay. and the acting of it was so bullshit on both their parts well, that they funny. never ended up using it. So I always thought that was kind of funny. You have this actress who's at the time, had done quite a few big movies, oh, yeah. and yet couldn't couldn't act out a speaking scene. <laughs> yeah, well, I've seen some of the best in the world uh, do terrible jobs. It's true. Um, that is very true. That's funny. Yeah. So yeah. So they basically uh, the thing I was listening to just did a a track for track uh, for each each uh, each album and the scenes that they were in and and everything else. It was it was just really impressive. And I like I said, I had no idea that that was a full Prince production, because it's just something I never thought about at the time. Yeah, no, and I've, you know, Tim Burton has that way of uh, getting the getting people to go to extremes that they normally wouldn't. Can I 
I'm not going to spill it. It's been there the whole fucking night. All right, Gord, we'll record some other night. I can't do this anymore. Oh, shitty. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll, or, or give me, give me 20 minutes. 15. Give me 15 minutes. I'll call you right back. All right, that'll work. Slide. Okay. Uh, uh, 10 minutes, not even. All right, yeah. Call me back. Hey, buddy. Hey, sorry about that. You got me? Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you there. Yeah, okay. I can hear you now. Yeah, sorry about that. Just, uh, ridiculousness. Just absolutely yeah, it sounds like there was a chick literally standing on top of you talking. Yeah, there pretty much was. And it's not like anybody doesn't know what's going on. It's just flat up fucking disrespectful. Yes, it is. And then Fred just started moving my shit around. I'm like, what are you, like... I've got a drink in front of me. I've got my pad where I like it. I've got I'm all set up doing my th- and he just starts moving shit. <coughs> I'm like, just what? Oh, I thought you were gonna spill. Never spilled a drink since I'm ten years old. <laughs> there's there's a reason I'm a reformed alcoholic because I didn't miss. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, well, it looked like you were gonna spill it. Maybe. I don't care. Don't touch my shit. I'm in the middle of a thing. It's just. Show takes a fucking kind of a groove to get into. No, I mean you should know that he's been basically a part of our fucking show. He's been sitting there every day. This is there's mutiny. I I caused a a mutiny and and uh, Chris hates my guts and Fred's kind of well he got swept up in it and now he's not popular too. But yeah, Chris won't. Chris isn't gonna like me for a while. Oh really? Because in our room, we don't let anyone in our room, um, but it has to be cleaned every day, right? So, yeah. So Chris has been uh, cleaning it every day, seven days a week. We all get kicked out at 9 o'clock. We have to leave the building, and he stays and cleans, quote-unquote cleans. Actually, he sleeps till fucking noon. Then he showers and does whatever the fuck he wants. It's like, but we all have to get up and be out at nine. He gets to hang out until one thirty is when he has to go. Um, well, that's a bag of bullshit. It takes about twenty minutes to clean the room, if that. You gotta mop the floor. We're not gross dudes. We're all adults. <laughs> you just have to mop the floor, and that's it, basically. So I'm like, what the fuck's he doing till noon? Yeah. I was like, well, there's six people in the room, and there's six days in a week. Why don't we all get a day? And that's our cleaning day. And so we could all get a day to sleep till noon. Um, and I took it to the staff and I just said, I, I bullshitted. I'm like, you know what? I was thinking about it. It's not really fair that Chris has to clean seven days a week. It's all of our mess. We should all have to do it. Because they don't know he's in there sleeping. Nobody goes in to check on him. Oh, okay. So I'm like, I, I just really think Chris could use a break. So I think we should all have a day. He was really mad about that. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck him. There's there's six lockers in our room. He has two and a half of them. And I kind of said, well, six lockers, six guys. I, hmm. <laughs> Doesn't that make sense to everybody? So I kind of took away his whole life, and now he's mad at me. 
Oh, for fuck's sake. But I just made it better for everybody else. It's like, well, you actually just made it worse for both, but now everybody else actually has to chip in. Well, it's mopping a floor. I think we can handle it. And then you get to sleep <laughs> till noon. I was wondering, like, Chris has been staying up. He'll be up till, like, 3 or 4 in the morning. I'm like, how the fuck does he do that? I'm like, oh, yeah. Because he gets to sleep three hours later than everybody. <laughs> oh, fuck, some bullshit. And his not-girlfriend likes me and that bugs him. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, there's that. I remember that. Fucking. Ah. They broke up two years ago, but she still uses them like shit and fucking. <laughs> it's funny, man. It, she's got, she's, I've never seen it so good in a girl. Like, she's got this amazing sense. If you, she can hear, like, direct deposit going in or something. Because <laughs> you won't see her for four days, and then he'll have money for ten minutes, and she'll show up. Hey. Oh, that's it's, it's impressive. I've never seen anything like it. But she's like, I've she'll literally be like making out with a guy outside of our door, and then come in and ask Chris for money, and kiss him, and oh, sweetie, I love you. Oh my God! It's like wow. She's not a hooker, but she might as well be. Yeah, exactly. Jesus Christ. There's a lot of girls like that. Yeah, that, uh, are. you know, it's like, I'm not a hooker. It's like, honey, you, you, who are you lying to here? <laughs> Me or you? Because <laughs> I'm not believing a fucking word of it. That's all I know. It's the same. I can go, I'll pipe right back in and say this is part of the show now. It's the same as any guy on the planet who says he's never paid for sex. Are you fucking kidding me? We all pay for sex. That's the only way we have sex. Yeah. That's completely true. Guys, you can say, oh, I've never paid for sex. Fuck you, have you had sex? Yeah, well, then you bought it. Yeah. In some way, shape, or form, you paid for it. No man in the history of the earth has had sex without something financial involved. Yeah, I mean, even a gigolo gets paid for the sex, so you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, right? There's a, there's a financial transaction attached to every sexual act I know of. Even if it's so much as just you had to buy the beer that night, still counts. Absolutely, it does. Um, right. So this guy is basically, um, he could be good friends with your Facebook buddy. Yeah, this, I, it fuck sounds like it. I have noticed a trend among men that I didn't notice as a young man, but men reach an age, and I think it's different for everyone, but it's from about 35 on where certain men just turn right back into fucking little kids. That's not supposed to happen until you hit, like, dementia age. That's what I thought. But no, there's right around my age group, there's just a certain percentage of guys who turn right back into little fucking kids. They, they, like, they start calling their mom a lot more, and they, and they do petty shit like this. And, and they, 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 get, they get mad when you add to their point and make it better for them. And they they worry about a fucking Facebook. You don't have to attack. It's not. It's Facebook. That's all it's good for. It's just strictly set up to look at hot girls and attack each other. Yes. Yeah. And funny cat Which, videos. And funny and, and the cute cat videos, of course, and the puppy videos. Yeah. Oh man, uh, yeah, like, I it, don't want to talk about that guy. Anymore. I just, 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 you, know. you don't have to attack me. Uh, yes. That's what Facebook, it's, it should be called Please Attack Me Book. <laughs> you know, you're not wrong. 
fucking change it to troll book. That's why yeah. no one ever unfriends you. I was so impressed when Mary finally unfriended me. Like, nobody ever does. They like it. They like the trolling. They like the arguing, the bickering. That's why you, they're still, they keep you on there. Otherwise, we'd just unfriend everybody and go back to not having Facebook. Yeah, it's very true. It's such a toxic wasteland, and I hate that I'm back on it, and I, it's the number one like platform for us to advertise. And I think it's great, all our listeners. Please check out our Facebook page, uh, at Eric and Gordon. Um, <laughs> it's a nice page, and it's getting a lot of engagement lately. But uh, just, come on. Don't act like it's a thing. Why does everything have to become a thing? I said that to a guy the other day. I bumped into him by accident. Just a, just very, my bag touched his back. And he turned around and made, what the fuck, motherfucker? I said, really? We're going to make this into a thing? Just, like, why, why does everything have to be a thing now? Just fucking, I bumped you. But it doesn't need acknowledgement. Uh, you didn't flinch. I didn't. Like, there was no, nothing that would it, tolerate, it would, it would entice you to turn around and go, hey, what the fuck, man? Fuck off. Yeah, no. Stop making a thing when there isn't. Everyone does that. Hey, you fucking... Some guy dropped his uh, drink the other day. I was standing in a line. He dropped a pop beside me, and it got on my shoe. Yeah. And people in a semicircle went, ooh. <laughs> like, and I looked at them. I said, what? And they're all waiting for what I'm going to do to this guy. What the? That's the best thing that's going to get on this shoe today. I'm not going to fucking make a... It's not a thing. It was an accident. He dropped his... Whatever. Everyone... Yeah. Why is this a fucking issue? That's just the way people are now. Everything has to be a fucking issue. It doesn't. Just move on with your life. Don't, stop wasting the energy. Like, save your strength for heart disease. Why do we oh stress God. out to the point where we're having heart attacks at 38 years old? Because we just get so wound up over the stupidest little fucking things that don't matter. You know. And I'm going to really, I'm going to extend this. Because I'm definitely guilty of it too. And I'm going to take a hard line stance. I know it sucks because it's halfway through the summer and we have a lot of fun. And I'll probably change my mind in a certain degree. But all these people that I'm trying to uh, point out how stupid and wrong they are, I, I hope you guys understand I'm just as fucking bad as them in, in what I'm doing. I'm, I'm all the, except, you know, I'm basing my things on facts and science. But the, the fact of the matter is these fights shouldn't be happening. We should all intelligent people. We should be occupying our time with better things. These, Having intelligent conversations. These little arguments, the earth's flat, the earth's not, the earth's flat, the earth, go fuck yourself. Who gives a shit? It doesn't matter. Use this energy you know, for things that matter. We have real fucking problems in this world. Things matter. We don't have time for this fucking shit. You know, I once had a person that point. I'm not going to say who this person was because I don't, I don't want to throw them under the bus because they are a very genuinely awful person and I really care for the person. But it was pointed out to me about, like, when I... When I was, I'm like, every once in a while, I would get into these Facebook chats about whatever it might be. Yeah, you know, like, usually it's about politics. When somebody would post something about a politician about something, I will turn around and post a couple of links of proving that just saying, just so you know, what you're saying is wrong. It's actually a complete lie fabricated by somebody else that you're perpetuating because you couldn't be bothered looking at facts. Here's the facts. You really got to learn to watch what you're saying because you're, you're not looking very smart right now. Um, 
And this person appointed to me said, like, you know, you know, not everybody needs to be proven wrong. I said, no, not everybody does. But when you post something on an open forum, that is social media, and you're posting this something as a fact when it's clearly wrong and it's very simple to find the truth, I would like to know that I'm wrong so I can stop posting these stupid things that are lies. Yeah, absolutely. I totally and you would agree. think that, and this is the whole point of life. The whole point of life is to learn. Yes, it is. That's the whole point of life. You talk to any old person, they'll tell you, what's the point of fucking life? They'll tell you, it's to fucking learn things. Yeah, uh, That's what it's about. Yeah. And if you stop learning, if your whole life is based off of only listening to one side of an argument without even taking the other side into account, you're not learning anymore. No, exactly. you're existing to exist, which makes you utterly pointless. I couldn't agree more. And I, Sorry. yes, I, I, I'm saying the same thing. They shouldn't be starting. I shouldn't have to be in a position where I'm wasting my time telling them how wrong they are. I don't have time for that. I'm a busy person. <laughs> I'm not. I'll, I'll always find the time for that because. Stop forcing me into that uncomfortable position where I have to spend half the day tearing your life apart. <laughs> I don't have time. Uh, <laughs> I, like I said, myself, I, when, when I, if I say something or post something and somebody proves it as being wrong, this is a positive thing. Yeah, absolutely. I don't get mad at the person for posting, for, for telling me that I'm wrong. No, I, I don't get mad at somebody for saying, for showing me, no, here's, here's why you're wrong. And they show me the facts. I don't no, get the, mad at them for that. The, uh, the, the, uh, more intelligent, more appropriate reaction would be, oh, thank God, I could have looked like an idiot for years if you hadn't right. told me the truth. Right. And it's the thing that, this is one of those things that I absolutely fucking detest about society now, is that we've just turned it, and again, you know, for the most part, you can pinpoint it all right on, on to Trump, only because this is a guy that started off by saying, False facts. Yeah. Right? Alternative facts. Alternative facts. Which is even worse. Sorry about the noise. Um, oh, the whole show tonight. Yes, yeah, sure. Uh, actually, I feel good that it's not me for a change. No, nah, no, nah, I thought I contributed a little bit myself. Appreciate it. No problem. See? Um, that's well, yeah, but that's <laughs> You see that? You see that? No argument. You see how we do that with stuff? But, I mean, that's the thing, though. Like, why... As soon as you turn around and you say, you know, you might call it a lie, but I'm going to call it alternative fact. Yeah. No. When you're talking about a fact, a fact is a statement. A fact is a proven point. That's why it's a fact. And I will, you can't suck me into a semantical argument. I don't care if you call it a lie. I don't care if you call it alternative fact. I don't care if you call it a fucking turtle in a ballerina's dress. Call it whatever the fuck you want. It's a misinformation. It's false. Yeah, exactly. Name it whatever you want. I could care less. I don't do semantics. It's all the same fucking thing. Yeah. It's it, which is very true. You know, it, it's it's such an utter disappointment. And anybody listening that is guilty of this, anybody that's listening that when somebody turns around and they prove you wrong about something and you get mad at them, you're a problem. You're a major fucking problem. Yeah. You should not 
I repeat, should not be a part of any discussion of any shape or form with any other human being if you aren't willing to sit back and listen to facts and listen down to, and being able to accept that right. you might be wrong about something. And I will denigrate you to a ridiculous degree when you do this kind of thing. That's what I do on Facebook. If you've ever noticed what I do on Facebook, it's the equivalent of me grabbing your hand and slapping your face and going, why are you hitting yourself? Yeah, and yeah, exactly. <laughs> It, it, I do that verbally. That was a fun game my brother taught me for my entire life. He still does it. I'm 40. He's as much bigger than me. Um, <laughs> I like your brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's a big fan of yours, too, apparently. Um, but well, I think yeah, you have to get him to slap you around someday. <laughs> it's, that's, what I'm, that's, that's what I'm getting at. It's, it's, it's groups of people that just turn into children. And... It's like, just fucking figure it out, man. And the problem with these people is that most of them are intelligent. Most of these people are intelligent. They come across with, you know, uh, fluently and, and concisely, and you think, wow, why the fuck is this guy so stupid? He's clearly smart. It's, that's the part that I get offended by. These people could be using their energy for worthwhile things. Making friends instead of enemies. Because now I hate this guy and I don't even know his fucking name. And now I have to hate him. That's what he's done to me. And I, I don't like to hate. It takes a lot of energy. I hate yes, hating it things. Does. <laughs> oh, movie set. Cool. <laughs> oh, this is oh, Supergirl. Nice. I, wanted to, I, didn't, I don't know if she's here, but this is Supergirl filming. If it is, you should try to hit on her. I, or Allie McBeal. Ellie McBeal plays her boss. And I oh, was, really? Yeah, she's, it's her. It's like the the Supergirl equivalent of uh, J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. Um, which is kind of a mixed metaphor because that's Spider-Man, but fucking whatever. <laughs> the Earth's round. Get over it. Um. <laughs> I, I uh, saw the advertisement for this. I think yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. It was, I saw the they because they posted the neighborhood when they're filming and what they're filming. And uh, yeah, it was super cool. I'm gonna go down and see if she's here. I would love to meet her. She is cute as a button. It's yeah, a terrible I heard show. that she's a. I hear that. Oh, that's a, the TV show, not the not the. Uh, yeah. Not the movie. Yeah, no, the the CW TV show. The it's the um, post uh, script to Smallville. Yeah. Um, which also I stumbled on the sets of very often. Um, they use that. There was a sports field on the top of uh, Grand Boulevard where it meets yeah. uh, 15th Street and Grand Boulevard. There's a big sports field. And that, that was quite often the sports field in uh, for Smallville High. Really? So Clark Kent or whoever would be there playing football and shit. It was very, very cool. Yeah. Oh, well, so that was a long-winded way of saying that I'm going to go see a Supergirl here because she's cute. And I hear that she's would be nice. Well, um, then you should get in there and ruin that shit. Indeed. <laughs> That's exactly what I plan on doing. Um, I haven't, you know, I haven't done that yet. That, you haven't ruined somebody I, yet? Not an actor. Not a famous person. Um, yeah, no, I haven't. I haven't had a chance to spend enough time with an actor to I, ruin them. I've ruined several people. It's, it's yeah. uh, kind of my thing, but um, not never someone.
better than me, really. Like, Fuck, you just, know I'm just fucking walking around. I'm fucking sweating my ass off. Yeah, that sounds terrible. It's actually so pleasant here. I don't want to brag, but it's uh, absolutely perfect right now. Like, I mean, we got a clear sky. Oh, by the way, you're in the middle of the city right now, right? I am in the very middle of the city, guys. Okay. If you were to look up right now, how many stars do you see? Uh, from my immediate vantage point, not a single one. But it is a little overcast. I usually get to see one if I look hard enough. No, I'm sitting there oh. staring at a clear sky. I see four. No, I, <laughs> I think I see one, but it could be a satellite. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a satellite. So, yeah, no, none. Zero. Okay. Uh, See, that was the one thing I got ruined with because I lived on North Vancouver, so I got to, hey, look, it's a siren. Yeah, it's a siren. We haven't <laughs> had that in a long time. I haven't been forced outside in a long time. But I said I was going to walk around tonight, so I guess uh, it's all, all works out. It's all, what? That's it. It's all part of the game. <laughs> oh, man. I Hang on. Uh, were you waiting to... Waiting to what? Uh, no, there's this... A uh, girl who is moderately cute, but she's absolutely batshit crazy. Like, literally, like, talking to herself and freaking out crazy. And, and we'll hang out, and then she'll go nuts and be like, you're in on it, and run away and all craziness. Um, <laughs> but she just stood there. Uh, this is funny for our podcast. This has been a good week for us. Um, she just stood there, like, staring at me for that whole, like, star discussion. And then she got really mad and walked away, and I was... But I never know because her just standing there staring at me is not uncommon. So I didn't know if she was like, if I was supposed to engage her or if she was off in crazy town. She was just looking in my direction. And then she got all mad and stormed away. That's funny. So I was like, are you waiting for, if it was like, I never know what to do with crazy people. (laughs) Talk to them and see where the conversation goes. (laughs) Well, yeah, and that's the difficult thing because you will. You'll talk to them and they'll be normal. And you'll know, have a nice conversation, and it'll be fantastic. And then you see them again another time, and they're just like, "Oh no, I don't believe that." And and I'm I've got I'm surrounded by them. I went for coffee with one. There was one. All everyone in her building was against her, and her landlord was trying to kill her, and uh, Anunnaki were coming, or whatever the fucking crazy shit. So I took her over for coffee, and she had all these library books with her, and she had all this stuff, and then she's like. She just got this weird look on her face, and she's like, I have to go to the dollar store and get something. And I was like, okay. And that was, just, just never came back. I don't know what I did to spook her. <laughs> um, but I did something. She got all weird, like, I'm going to have to go. I'm like, you left all your stuff. She's like, yeah, I got to go. <laughs> um, and I, I see her all the time now, and she just doesn't, like, acknowledge me. Um, I, I was nice. I took her library books back for her. I thought that was cool. That might be. So anyway, point is, talked to her yesterday. She was she was at the market, and I went, "Hey, how have you been?" And she was like, "Oh, hi." She's like, "So good to see you." I was like, "Is it?" I don't know. I'm not sure about that. I, 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 okay. Well, that's good. I guess that's progress. Are you? What pills did they change? What's wrong? Um, so yeah, that's, you know, we, we get children and crazy bitches. That's what the world turns into, apparently, when you're 40. Although, I don't live in the world. I live in Vancouver. It's very different here. That's very true. 
It's weird. As soon as you, if you're driving, it's right when the time changes for the first time. When you get into Golden, I, yeah. I, I think that's where the uh, force field is that's around Vancouver. It ends there. Like, there's, there, there's no dome around the Earth, I know that much, but there's definitely one around Vancouver. We are a weird people here. We're totally different from anyone in the world. Yeah, that's very, very true. And, there's and no getting around that. Especially in uh, beautiful downtown East Van. Uh, there's nothing like it in the universe. I've had friends visit literally from Compton. Well, Watts, actually, but uh, who are scared. <laughs> <laughs> They've never seen anything like it. They can't. People come from the worst places in the world. People came from Johannesburg and couldn't believe how gross it was. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's I, I I used to quote that on the show all the time last year. It was a neighborhood once once compared to the ghettos of Johannesburg. It was literally like the the president or the mayor or whatever Johannesburg has mayor or president or whatever Grand Puma. We'll go with that. He came and did a tour of East Van and was blown away. How could people live like this? <laughs> really? Well, let me show you. <laughs> You're from apartheid. Right. <laughs> how, how the fuck do you get to judge? What the hell? That's well, you know what? He's not wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's no, true. I uh, yeah, it's a weird thing and people of Vancouver write in and well you're, you're actually some of you are listening I've noticed lately so I won't even say anything weird I'll just say write in and, and tell me how you live like this I don't get it yeah, yeah I function people are fucking weird but I'm a freak so it it makes sense and, and that's probably why <laughs> yeah you know it was funny I, I when I first moved here in 1999 I hated it it was the most depressing place on earth I couldn't wait to get out and uh, then when I came back from Calgary, it was just like home. I think you have to reach a certain low in your life before you realize how comfortable it is to be in, in, in like crazy. Yeah, it's literally like Gotham. Uh, everyone's in costumes. Everyone's weird. That's the thing. You can't be weird here. I tried with Ashes of Purgatory. We tried everything to be weird. There's videos all over YouTube. Everybody, check out Ashes of Purgatory videos on YouTube. They're very funny. Uh, it, it's me doing some crazy shit, and nobody passed an eye. You, it, no, nothing weird here. You put on a clown wig and run down the street going, blah, 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 and there's like six other guys doing the same thing, but <laughs> they're not trying to be funny. <laughs> they're just doing it because that's what they do. And it's just allowed. It's, it, it's expected. It's normal. That's why all the reality shows are filmed here. They look for freaks like us. Yeah, that's very, very true. <laughs> and it's a place where, like, actors love it here because everyone's too cool to acknowledge them. So they can, you know, uh, Goldie Hawn and, and Kurt Russell can walk down the street and nobody freaks out because they do. They're all freaking out inside. They go to their fucking parties afterwards and go, oh, my God, did you see Kurt Russell? He, he sweat on me. <laughs> uh, but they won't say something to them because they're too cool. Everyone here is too hip. They can't. Oh no, actors. I'm an actor because everyone here is an actor. Yeah, I mean, no one's, no one's a never... fucking waitress. No one's no, a, fuck no, no. no one's a, a busboy. They're all actors. Everybody you meet. What do you do? I'm an actor. But I act like a waiter at Earl's 80 hours a week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know, I mean, I've met my fair share of celebrities, and it's just, I've just never cared. Like, I've never been, like, you know, like when I met Sean Penn, that's a, that's a pretty famous dude to be able to meet. And I just leaned over the guy, he like, you know, he tapped me on the shoulder and says, hey, can I borrow your lighter? Because uh, apparently his lighter died. And he just, I just, like, yeah, I'm in here. And I handed back in the local. I'm like, hey, you're Sean Penn. He's like, yeah, I'm like, cool. Yeah. I, I, and that's it. I just didn't care. I just sort of shot the show them for a minute. I just, I just didn't matter. And I just, why does anybody care? I, I have two, uh, there's two Eric's when he needs a celebrity. Uh, there's the opposite of what you just said. There's, oh my God, you're fucking, what's his name? Um, insert name, not what's his name. I generally know their names. <laughs> but uh, I freak out. I'm, I'm totally, I'm turning into a 12-year-old girl. Um, I met one of the dudes from Monk one time, and it was, I went apeshit. I was cool about it. I was like, you're the guy from Monk. And he actually was like, yes, I am. <laughs> He's like, you're the second Canadian that's ever known that. And, like, uh, I bet, um, and then I got crazy I bet. about it. But and then the other Eric, who meets famous people, goes just as jackass, but the opposite direction. Where I'll be like, hey, you're, what's your name? So do you want my autograph? I'll, I'll, no. I'll, no. No, I'll ask them. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want my autograph? Do you want my autograph? <laughs> yeah, want I my... remember when I met, I was walking down the street as in uh, Chinatown, the only one of the very few times I've ever actually got to walk around Chinatown in, in D.C. That's what I'm doing In right Vancouver. Now. Um, and I was walking down the street, and I ran into Nardbar. Oh, yeah. And I just sort of paused. So we, I walked past him, and I paused. And I turned to the person I was with, I'm like, holy fuck, that was Nardwar. Of course, the person I was with was young, and they didn't know who the fuck this guy was. Right. And they're like, you know, who the, what, what the fuck is a Nardwar? Yeah. And, of course, he hears me talking, and he just sort of turns around. I'm like, yeah, I'm talking about you. I said, I used to watch him watch music all the time. He's like, yeah, thanks, man. I'm like, so that's what your voice sounds like. Yeah, it's disappointing. And he starts laughing. Yeah, well, actually, I wasn't. I was, I've always been very curious see what his voice really was like I, and uh it's very unassuming i had the pleasure of being interviewed by him on that's CITR. right i remember you told me that um, that's right and before the interview he was very great guy very nice uh i was incredibly nervous i'd never done an interview before so the fact that my first one happened to be with someone of was huge with my friends uh and that was intimidating enough but just the fact that i i just had just realized his level of celebrity and that was my first interview like um, it was very intimidating, and I was super nervous. And he made me put me right at ease, made it all very cool before we went on the air. And uh, yeah, and uh, it was neat. It was a great experience, all in all. But yeah, it, it is weird the first time you talk to him. And you're like, oh, you're just a dude. Yeah, <laughs> you're just a regular guy. Oh, that's hilarious. But he was like, again. I, I didn't talk to him for very long. But just like you know, he like, I want to take it for time. He got shit. You're probably doing your own way walking around. He's like, yeah, no, not really. I'm like, well, that's cool. I gotta go see him. You know, like, I just, yeah. you know, I just didn't really care too much. But I was just like, you know, and I walked away. And I ended up spending the next, like, 20 minutes trying to describe Nardwar to this person. And be like, you know, no, it was a, he would interview all these musicians and celebrities and stuff. But he always had this little British cap on. And like, he always talked with this really weird boy. I can't even mimic it, but he always had this really weird voice. And, you know, he was just, he was always a good interview. Because yeah. he would always ask good questions. Yeah, and he did it in a very comedic way. He started out by, he would ask... He would get like one question at a press conference and he would just ask the most ridiculous thing. And, yeah. And that's how he 
built up his reputation was just asking stupid questions. It's actually quite funny. They were they weren't they were always tasteful. Like it was nothing that would offend anyone, but it was just a question that guaranteed they've never been asked before. <laughs> Which is not an easy thing to do to people who get interviewed a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's pretty cool. Um, it was very. He's a neat guy. Um, but yeah. I was I was gonna say yeah I was the same way with Pearl Jam. It took me two hours to build up the courage to finally go talk to them. Um, I just stood there staring in awe. It's like they're just eating at a table like people. <laughs> uh, oh, my I, God, they eat. <laughs> and then I went up and talked to them for all of, I, I don't know, maybe 10 minutes. And then I I just walked away and uh, went outside and cried. Uh, <laughs> Eddie was funny. Remember? Eddie told funny jokes. And I was probably a complete jackass. To be honest, I don't remember anything I said. <laughs> it was just, I, I couldn't believe that they were there. Like, I, I, I knew I was going to get backstage at Virgin Fest because my buddy's band was playing. Um, but I didn't expect that they would just be backstage at, at their own concert. I don't know why that would make sense to me, but I was like, no, they're Pearl Jam. They don't hang out backstage. They're, yeah, why would they do that? Yeah. They, they probably fly in before the concert and then fly out again or something. I don't know. I don't know what I think celebrities do, but they don't do anything that cool. I still... Remember the band Split Toxic? Oh, of course. White lies, right. black truth. <laughs> right. Um, I, was, uh, I wasn't I was a huge fan, but I was a bit of a fan. And uh, one year, a buddy of mine got the uh, ticket to the uh, Molson. It's called the Molson Canadian Rocks. Yeah, I know this story. This. We've told That's this right, story yeah. on the air. That's right. I probably did. On our uh, rock, but yeah, I got to... Star night. Yeah, I got to meet and meet and talk to him. He called me over because I was wearing the Slick Talker fucking T-shirt, right. and cool. uh, which is pretty awesome. And uh, and the fact that he even remembered me enough that when I ran into him at the strip club years a couple years later, he's like, "Yeah, I went to see your band play, but totally forgot what day it was." And Billy missed it. I forgot all about it. I'm like, "Oh, shit, that's awesome!" Yeah, it's always you know? great. I had a, a similar. I I was at a house party that Biff Naked was at one time. And I hadn't been invited to the party, so I stood in the corner of the room with a lampshade on my head the whole time, <laughs> pretending I wasn't there. It was really... And she came up, and she just knocked it off my head, and she you're not as funny as you think you are. And I was like, okay. And then, yeah, it was just very similar. A buddy of mine got a gig playing bass for her, uh, just very briefly, and I ended up running into her again. I was like, oh, hi, I'm Eric. She's like, oh, yeah, lampshade. Good. <laughs> it's amazing when they remember you. And I'm like, you remember? I, I should have been kind of embarrassed. I shouldn't have been excited at that point. I think because I think that pissed her off a little bit. That I was just happy. You remembered? That's so cool. No, you were still a jackass. I remember you were a jackass. Yeah, but you remembered. That's what matters. That's the only thing that matters. Um, <laughs> yeah. I still. I got to. Um, I got to uh, to hang out and party with the band, uh, the punk band Pennywise, one time. Oh, cool! And uh, which was uh, a real treat because they're like a bunch of really good guys. And one of the first things that I said when I got backstage, because like we were talking to them, like me and a couple guys were were talking to them like outside of the show. We were just sort of shooting the show, like or not outside of the show, but after the show. We just came out. We're all because this is back in the day when punk bands would come out and just talk to the crowd, like yeah. after the show if you hung out. I think they still go to the back room. The right shows. Yeah, I guess for the most part. Um, I don't know, I haven't been to a punk show in a while. I go, uh, but, um, uh, what's the uh, the festival that kind of got lame, but it, uh, which one am I thinking of? 
you talking about the the big punk show? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, the the warp tour. Warp tour. Thank you. That's exactly the one. Uh, and they, apparently they all just walk around and they're just like when they're not playing they're just in the crowd. Yeah. At warp tour. Anyway. Um, sorry. So yeah. So I got uh, we got hanging out to the shit with them and then we just uh, myself and the guitar player and the singer got in this sort of engrossing conversation, telling stories, having a big laugh. And I was like, you got to come back and hang out with us for a bit. I'm like, yeah, I'm in. So I'll fucking teach you boys how to drink. And they're like, you realize we're a touring punk band. We don't drink. Like, yeah, I know you're Americans. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Uh, yeah. Um, so I'm kind of like, you know, goading them a little bit. And, uh, or completely goading them with my kids. And uh, so we get back. They know one of the things they knew about them by watching some of their home videos that they, had, that they released was that they would, they would fuck with people. They would get them so fucking drunk or high or whatever else. And then they would like... You know, like strip them naked and throw them in the fucking hotel, fucking in the hallway, leave them locked out of the room naked. Always funny. All types of weird shit. Always funny. So I turned to them and I'm like, just so you know, I'm not passing out. There's nothing you guys can do that's going to make me pass out. I will last the whole fucking night and there's nothing you can be able to do about it. The guitar player looks and goes, really? Opens up a guitar case and pulls out a fistball size of hash. Oh. And he goes, you're fucked tonight. And I'm like, oh, shit. Now, for the record, I got fucking wasted that night. But I outlasted everybody. I was the last one to fucking fall asleep, and I was the first one to wake up in the morning. And when I woke up, everybody else was still passed out fucking drunk all over the fucking room. And I wake up, and I'm like, well, how the fuck am I getting home? I'm stuck all alone in downtown Toronto with no wig. I got no money. No cell phones back then. I got no way of getting home. And um, the one of the uh, the one of the roadies and the, uh, the their uh, their bus driver, which was more like a glorified large van, um, actually drove me home from downtown Toronto. So I That's got to get cool. dropped off at my house by the Pennywise touring van. That was very cool. Which was awesome. I mean, but I mean that shit just doesn't happen anymore. It's so sad. I mean, that was a, an epic time to be able to sit back. Like I, I'm that. No effects, um, uh, face-to-face, um, uh, hung out and partied with the uh, guys from Indian Thinkers. Louie, one show, where they actually did a call-out uh, call to us. Yeah. Hey, cheers to the Milton crowd, which is pretty fucking cool, because everybody's like, who the fuck is Milton crowd, you know? <laughs> There's like three of them in the back going, yeah, it's us. <laughs> I had kind of the opposite of what you had, because after that same Virgin Fest, well, I went to the after party, and Pearl Jam didn't go to the after party, obviously, because they're Pearl Jam, they don't do that. But That's right. Chaos was there. So I oh. started drinking with Chaos. And then Chaos came back to my buddy James's place. And then he, they're just, he's just blazing, like, joint after, matching me cigarette for cigarette. He's going joint for cigarette, right? Yeah. Um, and then it's like five, six in the morning. And I'm like, like how do you throw Chaos out, right? But, <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Um, I kind of want to get some sleep here. Chaos. Uh, <laughs> you can't say that because it's fucking chaos. You do, but just like, uh, <laughs> what do you? I, it was you very sort of like stop talking. Yeah, you just sort of stop talking and just staring at him. Here's here's something for all the Canadian listeners who might be big chaos fans, as I am, very big fan of the man. Uh, can't take a hint. Yeah. Uh, he can take a hit, but he can't take a hit. He can take a hit. Like, I've never seen anyone smoke weed like that, but uh, can't, can't take a hint at all. Uh, oh, that's Very funny. nice guy, but... 
here's something that the Amer- our American friends uh, will will not know the reference to, but uh, there is a band called Dread Zeppelin. Hey, yes, there is. Yes, there is. And, well, was. They don't really exist anymore. But uh, I was at a house party in Milton. Shitty little Milton house party that somebody just said, hey, we should go to this guy's house party. I'm like, all right, fuck it, I'll go. And I showed up, and sitting in the corner is the lead singer. And I look, and I'm staring at him. He's like, what? I'm like, you look really fucking familiar. He goes, no, I don't. I said, bullshit, you don't. I said, who the fuck are you? <laughs> and he says, and he says his name, and I'm like, yeah, no, I don't know that. He goes, oh, he's, uh, he goes, you ever heard of the band Dread Zeppelin? I'm like, you motherfucker, you're the fucking singer. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, holy shit, what the fuck are you doing in Milton? He goes, I have no idea. I just ended up here. I'm like, you're at a high school party. What the fuck are you doing here? Like, so we ended up just sitting there, just like I just basically ribbed him for like an hour straight yeah. over the fact that here's this guy in this fucking band that's got video so much music and shit, and he's hanging out in Milton at a high school fucking party. I can see that sitting in the corner getting drunk. <laughs> I can see our podcast ever gets like that. You're gonna hear that conversation about me a lot. Yeah. You're like, huh? What are you doing here? Be like, why? Where am I? <laughs> oh. Shut up and stop. Shut up and stop asking me questions. This, this, this is your high school assembly, is it? I, uh, Thought it was mine, sorry. Didn't, didn't quite look like my dressing room, but I didn't want to say anything. Yeah. I'll go put my pants on and get out of here. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's great. Famous people um, are awesome. There, that's true. Um, I gotta get going, dude. I'm fucking tired, I'm fucking burnt out, and I'm sweaty and shit. I gotta go to bed. Yeah, I gotta figure out what the hell I'm gonna do with this episode. Oh, I just posted as it is. Fuck it, who cares? As it is. The train wreck that was July 25th. I like it. Well, and call it that. Call it the train wreck. That is the Eric and Gord. That's a good way to get out of editing. That's it. It's like when I used to pass it off as, we wanted to give you a behind-the-scenes look at the show. In other words, I just couldn't have been bothered to do editing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, that's great. That's great. Well, I'll end it on uh, on the regular note because I should, and I apologize to Radio Public for not plugging you tonight. I'll do a better job tomorrow. Actually, I missed a couple of plugs because of the shit show that happened, but uh, it's not like we're not going to be on again. Um, exactly. This was a we'll lot make of fun. It up next time. I feel a lot better. Gentlemen, grow up, and women, uh, be nicer to me. Uh, until tomorrow, take care of each other. Yeah, just, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, that's it. Fuck that's all I got. Fuck you. <laughs> Alright, buddy, that was awesome. Alright, that was good, man. Enjoy your resting. Thank you, sir. I hope um, you enjoy the rest of your evening. I have you tomorrow and not Saturday, is that right? Uh, I believe so. It's not a hundred percent, but I believe so. I might, depending on time, if I'm done early tomorrow, I might see if I can convince the girlfriend.